Daniel. Brian, it's me, Daniel. Daniel, it's me, Brian. listeners, it's us, Brian and Daniel. That's right, and this is Milking It. That's right, this is the, the Milk Question, welcome. The Flavored Milk Review Podcast. We're on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavors of milk. The, uh, uh, our new flavored new milk review podcast. A new old flavored milk review podcast. We only review old milk. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Welcome. I've got... Welcome back. It's good to have you back listening again. Nice to have some return co- uh, uh, business from you all. Oh, yeah. It's great to see you every time. Every time. We Every time that you listen, it. it's good to see you. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best listeners there are. And that's mm. without a doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like that. Um, that there's that f- that fleck of material from uh, the from the Hadean era. There's like one microscopic fleck of material that's been found from the Hadean era, which is like hundreds of millions of years ago. And it's like oh, this must be the most precious thing in the entire world. It's like completely unique as far as we can tell. Like as far as what we've got, we've only got one of these tiny microscopic flecks. It still exists. From the from before life started on Earth, that's what the listeners are like. Yeah, so precious. There's only like five of them. So the most precious things in the world, on the planet, there's only five, and you, that's including me and you, Brian. <laughs> Is that true, Daniel? Well, when I look at the podcast, um, the podcast addict stats, which is what I look at when I look at my podcast and I want to judge how well my podcast is doing. Uh, it says we've got four or five subscribers. Hmm. But you've got different stats. You've got those good pandering stats, yeah. which are like, oh, you got a million hits today from a million different, you know, uh, listeners who love your podcast. Uh, I wish I had those pandering stats. The pandering One's stats like four. say we have around 20, Daniel. Oh, buddy, we just shot up to eight. Even the stats which are harsh on us. Wow. Ah, and one five-star review. Incredible. We Mm. are amazing, it turns out. We're pretty good. All right. Who knew? Thank you, Tessa Sticks. Who could that be? Ah, who could that be? Well, Daniel... Thank you for your very kind review. Yes, Brian. I'm listening. What's the milk question this week? Uh, what milk are we going to drink is the milk question <laughs> oh, that's my favorite milk question how many milks do you have how many expired milks are you about to drink Daniel <laughs> I haven't looked if any of them are expired I have a, this one expires in September of 2020 ladies and gentlemen it's September of 2020 right now but it doesn't say what day I have one that is used by September 1st Hey, and it's not homogenized, which makes me wonder if maybe it actually will have gone bad. 
Yeah. But the other one I drank was like six days old, and that was fine. Yeah. So if I get it, I'll drink it. If I don't get it, I might buy a new one. We shouldn't dwell on this because it's, I think it's unpleasant for those those perfect, precious Hadian listeners who we were talking to earlier. I don't think it's unpleasant for them to imagine us drinking gross milk. Yeah. Might give them stress. Says the guy. Says the guy who drank camel milk for an entire episode. You meant it wasn't rotten camel milk. Imagine how disgusting that would be. Although maybe it ferments and gets sweet. Maybe it gets better, yeah. Yeah, it could be better. (laughs) An Afghan would tune in and go like, oh, he's just drinking it? No, 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 no. You're going to leave it in a bucket for a month. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the Rotolacta segment. Yeah, let's do that. Let's spin it. Let's spin it. Spin that motherfucker. I can spin that motherfucker right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we started the podcast with me already sitting on the Rotolacta platform. So there's none of this whistling, strolling to the middle of the island where the Rotolacta sits. We're ready. We're prepped to go. We're we're, we're, uh, ready to rip-roar out the gate. Here it goes. I fixed the clacker. That's great, Daniel. And it's only... Averagely greased this time. All right, it is stopped. What's the stopped on, Brian? What are we going to be drinking this week? Oh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. (laughs) You almost did a cow moo then. (sighs) Daniel. Brian, how's it going, Brian? How's your morning been so far? Had a coffee yet? No, no coffee. Mm. I brushed my teeth. Only, oh, I went that's to good. The Wait, do you brush your teeth before you eat breakfast and drink your coffee? Yeah. Doesn't that make your mouth feel funny when you, you give it all the good stuff? I mean, it's not like instantly. It's not like I brush and then immediately put other stuff in. Oh. I might drink some water. No. I might. Yeah. Get dressed. Sure. I might make breakfast. I'm at a stage in my life where uh, pretty soon I'm going to have to rig up some kind of elaborate Rube Goldberg machine to get the coffee into my mouth as soon as I wake up. Otherwise, I don't know. Otherwise, I'm not going to be functioning. Like, the first thing I have to do is drink coffee. Wallace and Gromit so style, dependent. Daniel. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Oh, what's your favorite Wallace and Gromit? Oh, boy. Uh... For me, maybe the wrong trousers. That's certainly one that I used to watch every single day at my dad's <laughs> house. But the what's the one with a robot dog? Fuck, that used to freak me the shit out when I was a little kid. No, mm. thank you. I don't. He's I don't a cyber dog. I don't remember Are the names, Daniel. Even the um, the cheese one where they go to the moon. Shit. Shit. What's it called? Who knows, Daniel? Shit. Shit. All right, well, um, Daniel, it's I'm like a it's like a, a day trip. It's, it's called something like that. That used to freak me out because they got in the rocket, right? <laughs> Those two motherfucking man and dogs. They got in the rocket and they light the fuse. Oh, there's a countdown: five, four, three, two. Oh, wait, the crackers, Gromit. We forgot the crackers. 
and fucking Gromit the dog gets out of the rocket and Wallace stays in the rocket that's going to go to the moon and he's running and he's going to grab the crackers out of the cupboard and he's grabbing them and grabbing them and grabbing them and he's running back and it's about to take off and it freaked me the hell out as a kid. Oh no! Wallace is going to go to the moon on his own! The dog's going to be left behind just because of the fucking crackers! Yeah. Oh, it's so stressful, Ardman. Why'd you make it so stressful? Robot dogs, trips to the moon, abandonment, childhood fears of abandonment. What milk are we drinking, Brian? <laughs> Daniel, I'm drinking Organic Valley chocolate low-fat milk. <laughs> Haven't you drunk that one already? Didn't you drink it last week? No. Last week I what drank... What about the week before? Daniel... Last week I drank Milkis Original. Oh. You motherfucker. I but don't the, remember. You, you drank the Milkis? Yeah. What was it like? It was amazing. Was it? Oh, good. Before that I drank the Alexander Farms chocolate, which was good. Yeah, that's right. Before that I had the Alpenrose Swiss style chocolate, which was fine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're uh, yeah. And in the past I've had Horizon Organic milks, but this is Organic Valley. Yeah, sure. Not Horizon Organic. Those are different. You know the ocean of chocolate milk which appears on every uh, other choc milk carton? Yeah, not on this one though. Spoiler alert. No, we should call it should call it the Brian Ocean. Yeah. That's what your milk bucket looks like. It's all chocolates. I'm not sure I'm the... It's all very good chocolate. Yeah. That other dude might have claimed to name the ocean of chocolate after him, but... Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Foolsaron.com. Foolsaron. Let's find his name, and that's the official name of the ocean. Unless a listener by now has emailed us in a better... A, a name. And then we'll go with the listener's name. Yeah. The suggestion of the ocean of chocolate milk which appears on flavoured milk cartons everywhere, the world over. Daniel, would you like to know what milk you were drinking? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Hang on. Fool's errand. Chocolate milk review. Daniel, you're drinking a freedom... A no, no, don't tell me. A what? Ah, oh, shit, a freedom... Foods. Foods. Cranked. Ah, oh, fuck Chuck. me. No thanks. Honeycomb. I'm sorry for swearing so much, Brian. That's okay, Daniel. This is a podcast for adults. Is it? They it's can a handle chocolate it. milk review podcast, Brian. No, it, it might not be a podcast for adults. It's a flavored milk review podcast, Daniel. Although today, yes, it will be a chocolate milk review podcast. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. I'm disappointed with my milk today, Daniel. Mmm, it's chalk milk. Mine's going to be bad chalk milk. I would have much rather... This guy got on TV. Look at this guy. He's on daytime TV. Yeah, Daniel. We should get on daytime TV. Yeah, we should. I hate daytime TV. I hate TV. We shouldn't get on TV, Daniel. I can't find this guy. Yeah, I can't find this guy's name. All right. Well, the good news is, Daniel, this was my second closest milk to expiration. Nice. So we're at least we're at least going to get this one done before it goes potentially bad. Before it goes udder up. I might have to drink that other milk on the 
just quietly at, by myself two days past its expiration <laughs> give it to your friends put it into a glass and give it to them so there's no expiration date that wouldn't be very nice would it Daniel mm. PJ that's, that's the guy's name I think PJ that's the best I can do this guy doesn't have his name on his website this is your website my friend yeah put your name on your website yeah Oh, hang on. I'm just watching a video of him. He might be about to say his name. Oh, my gosh, Daniel. Oh, my God. He has a, a, an intimidatingly masculine presentation. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. No. Name, nameless. All right. Sorry. Cranked. Oh, shit. I got the weird one. So, this is like a health drink. Uh, Premium protein shank. Interesting. Okay, I was wondering what crank naturally indicated. low carb. I was wondering if maybe that meant it had like meth in it or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you get yeah. But it's that's just, what the it's that's what protein. the other lads down at the gym will be thinking when they look over at me on the exercise bike. Someone put meth in his chocolate milk. He's working out so hard. <laughs> Um, uh, so Brian, if you remember last time you had one of these, it was um, inedible for the stevia flavor. So I'm actually not going to look at the ingredients. I'm going to see if I can guess accurately if there is or isn't stevia in this. What do you reckon? Uh, and then obviously I'll read the label after I've guessed. I'm gonna after I've tasted. I'm gonna reckon no. You can't taste it. You can't tell. I'm going to just do it through taste alone. You, re- But your guess is there's no stevia. Yeah. All right. We'll see how good my stevia taste buds are. Sounds good. All right, Daniel. Does. Are you ready to shut up and listen? Mmm, sure. Today's... The glob 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 glass sex sex section segment. Today's... I'll shut up now. Today's Listen Up Daniel segment is a very, very special milk (gasps) story (gasps) from listener Evan. Oh, I know listener Evan. And listener Evan says, Dear Milken, Short time... (laughs) Short time, long time here. I've got a story about milk per Brian's tweet. I grew up spending part of my summers out at my great-grandmother's farm. Sometimes we'd go and help out at the dairy down the road that some family owned. I say family because everyone out there treated you exactly like family. I'm still not sure if we were actually related or not. One day, I was a young teenager, maybe 13, 15, I don't really remember. They called us because a new calf was about to be born and they were short on farmhands that day. Long story short, I got to help wash off a bloody calf. The milk part of the story is that I got to feed it its first bottle. This calf immediately knew what was up and started guzzling that milk like a hummer in the city on a hot summer's day in 2002. Fast. It kept trying to rip the bottle from my hands and fought tooth and hoof to keep that bottle from being upside down to avoid air. When it finally finished the bottle, it promptly headbutted me hard and went over to its mother. It was one of the most formative milk moments I've had in my life. I still think about that calf sometimes. Keep up the good milk review, and I'll see if I can't swipe a bottle from them for y'all sometime. 
May your mustaches always be chocolate. Sincerely, Calf Curd Wrangler. <laughs> P.S. Never yell about how grumpy a cow is by saying, wow, that sure is a mad cow, because someone might show up with a rifle and then you have to explain you are a kid and don't know what mad cow disease is. What a mostly sincerely nice email, Evan. Thank you. That was beautiful. I liked the bit where I said, dear Milken. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer to be known as Mr. It. Mr. It. (laughs) Please, my father is Mr. It. You can call me Milken. Yeah. Milken, Wilken, Blilken, and Nod. I don't know. Thanks, Evan. Yeah, thank Listeners, you can listen to Evan's you, Evan. podcast, which he records in his car, called The Thoughts Cast. Or sometimes he fixes a toilet while he while he podcasts. His own toilet, you might be asking? No, his friend Troy's toilet. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. Thanks, Evan. We appreciate you greatly. We do. Well, that was a good shut up, Daniel segment. You didn't have your your JSTOR uh, bookman book open. Yeah. To be fully honest, Daniel, I've run out of quotes from that book. Oh, Oh, maybe I'll need to... Which is super fortuitous that Evan sent us something, because otherwise we would have been fucking just sitting here in silence. It is. Just me telling you to shut Maybe up. Maybe I can do it. Just... There needs to be a shut up Brian segment. I'll just read a I'll read the synopsis of a of a um Rocky and Bullwinkle episode each time. <laughs> Daniel. Oh buddy. Uh Brian. Yes. No. I can save it for the, the chat timer is what I just realized. Okay. If you heard me start to speak and then stop to speak, that's because I realized there's a chat timer segment coming up. Do you want to do a chat timer? Let's have a sip, Daniel, and then let's oh, begin yeah. chat timing. I've got to shake well. I already shook well. Wait, what flavor is this? Cranked. What am I drinking, Brian? I wasn't paying fully, fully any attention. Shock honeycomb. Naturally low carb. Yeah, cranked premium protein shake. 20 grams of protein, gluten-free, chalk honeycomb flavoured protein shake. Proudly Australian made and owned. You better believe, Brian, that this contains vitamins and minerals. I believe it, Daniel. It's a nice brown colour. The colour of the liquid is revealed as I twist the cap and the, the, the weird shrink wrap bottle skin peels away flays away mm-hmm. okay let's get to chatting daniel i haven't gotten to drinking brian jesus i've already I'm drank just... like half of mine oh okay let's chat oh. Oh. Hmm. Commence the timer, Daniel. All right. There, it's at five minutes. Brian, how do you get to sleep? 
I lie down in a bed and I close my eyes and then I listen to Alistair Trombley Birchall's Shusher Guided Meditations. Mm, there we go. Have you always had to listen to something to get to sleep? No. I actually most of the time I don't listen to anything. I just go straight to sleep. Um mm. in the past I used to listen to music like every night going to sleep. I had a sleep playlist. Mm. And I would listen to that. What kind of music? Calming music? Um, pretty calming music. There was some like uh I can maybe I'll during our interlude I'll play it and I'll leave yeah. a snippet in. Um Ah. Oh, it was a Spotify playlist? Well, no. It was a Winamp no. playlist, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was picturing. Um, but do you know Salif Keita? No. He's known as the... Salif Keita? Your, your, your voice broke up. It sounded like you said Salif Keita. Yeah, Salif Keita. It's a first name oh, and a Salif last Keita. name. Oh, Salif Keita. Ah. Okay. He is a Malian. And, um, mm-hmm. From Mali? Yep. Yeah, from Mali. And he has a couple songs that are on the soundtrack of the movie Ali. Starring Will Smith, uh-huh. and uh, so I had a couple of those. Those songs were on my sleep playlist, and then I don't remember what else. But there was more than that. But usually, yeah, I would start with this one specific song of his, and it's pretty soothing. Cool. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get to sleep unless my brain is distracted by human noise by talking. Yeah. Do you listen to yeah. Shusher Guided Meditations or something else? I I used to, but many of his episodes creeped me out. There's lots of like, oh, I imagine. What was it that, what was it that was under your skin in that one guided meditation? Was it a sausage that fully penetrated your skin and started moving? No, it was like a pen. A I don't think I listened to that one. I mostly listened to... For the for going to sleep, I listen to the uh, Alistair lists everything sleep episodes. Daniel, yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good ones, aren't the, they? The other episodes do spark the imagination, perhaps a bit too much. They're a bit too uh, engaging, a bit too exciting. They excite a, a sort of cringe reaction out of me sometimes, where I imagine a carrot under my skin, traveling up my arm and around my elbow, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but no, I have to listen to talking. Uh, just recently, within the past week, I've discovered, actually, a Rocky and Bullwinkle podcast. Oh which my just gosh. fucking, it, it just explodes my brain into oblivion. And I just lie down, the intro plays for 10 seconds, and then I'm asleep. Wow. It's fantastic. Nice. It's what I need. I, I sometimes feel self-conscious about how dependent I am on a device to fall asleep, but like... Remembering back to my childhood, this has been how it has been always. When I was a little kid, I had to have the TV on, otherwise I couldn't sleep. And then I had to have episodes of Futurama playing that I had watched a million times. It had to be something familiar, just something ambient, before I could sleep. And so, uh, even before podcasts were a thing, before 2007, uh, when I first started getting into podcasts... 
Before then, I had to have a Walkman with BBC Light Entertainment radio shows recorded onto it, or like a like a you know a pre iPod MP3 player, a cheap nasty MP3 player, and I had to listen to like a BBC radio uh, entertainment shows around the horn. And uh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. And I'm sorry, I'll read that again. And just a minute with um, Nicholas Parsons. Welcome to Just a Minute, yes. And as the minute waltz plays away, we welcome three wonderful guests. Yeah, so I'm totally dependent. Um, and if it's not the Rocky and Bullwinkle podcast, then it's the Sleep With Me podcast, which is just a guy talking for like an hour and a bit about nothing, really. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. And then like, yeah, Godzilla podcasts and Tokusatsu Japanese culture podcasts. They put me to sleep. There you go. There you do go. I recommend it, listeners. If you can't sleep, listen to some human noise. Are you listening? You know what is the best thing for me to listen to sometimes? No. Is my own goddamn voice. Oh, my god. Sometimes I listen to my own podcast to get to sleep. I can see that. It's like like sleep stubation. Daniel, do do you listen on headphones? Yeah, I listen on one headphone. One headphone. Do you f- one in-ear headphone? Do you find that to be comfortable? Mm-hmm. It's you know it's a trade-off. When you're completely addicted to something, do you care if it's comfortable? Maybe you don't so much. <laughs> I guess not. Probably not. Yeah. I imagine you could. Ah. Well, that's the end of that, Daniel. That's, That's the, the end, end of, of the chat I'm timer. Glad it reached its, its logical endpoint. Have you been no drinking your milk? Why would I? Why would I want to drink this when I could pour it in the sewer, Brian? Anyway, let's get to reviewing, shall we? Yeah, let's take an interlude, and we'll be back with our scores. <laughs> it's just through muscle reflex. I just screwed the cap back on it. Hello, Brian. Hello, Daniel. Are you still awake? How's the... I'm still awake, yeah. Now, that was good, but if you had talked about uh, <laughs> Kamen Rider Gaim or uh, Mothra versus Gigamax or whatever, then yeah, I'd be asleep by now. Wow. Daniel, do you have numbers? I have all my numbers, Brian. I have all my numbers too, Daniel. That's good. Welcome back, listeners. It's me and Brian again. Oh, oh, oh. We were listening to some sleepy time music. Yeah, I'm very sleepy. By now. the way, Brian, speaking of numbers. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Benford's Law? No. Or the Newcomb Benford Law, or the Law of Anomalous Numbers? No. Benford's Law. You should look into it. I reckon this would be a good topic for um, what you were thinking of while I was talking. This is uh, an observation that's been made by mathematicians, probably some guy named Benford, that lower numbers pop up more often than higher numbers, like 1 to 9. Like 1s are way more common than 9s are just in any given data set, like street addresses or income or house prices or population or death rates 
the lower the number is, the more likely it is to occur just on a document. There's more ones on a document than there are nines kind of thing. Doesn't that seem natural? Natural? I don't know. It kind of shocked me when I heard it. Because when you're counting stuff, you would start with one. So, like, you can never yeah. you can never have a nine without a one. Or a I two without a one. Or a three without a one. I guess it's more shocking in long numbers. And like, in addresses and stuff, you're not getting to the 200s without going through the 100s first. It's true, it's true. Yeah, well, maybe it's not that interesting. Maybe I just need to sell it more. Hang on, let me see. No, I'll, I'll read up about it. We'll talk about this next yeah, week. We'll I'll find I'll find some shocking example of Benford's Law, which makes you go, wow, what? That's how the universe works? I had no idea. Wow, this Benford guy is really freaking me out right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I got I'll some have numbers, to look Brian. into it more. But, Daniel, do you know how many ones are leading numbers in my numbers? None, Daniel. You know, it's Daniel, true. milking it scores might be the one, might be the place where Benford's Law goes to die. I bet if we did this, it would be Benford all up and down. I bet there'd be more ones, twos, threes, and fours than there are five, six, sevens, and eights. In the leading digits? The leading digit, no, just total, like, if we counted every single number of our scores, how many ones are there? Not the leading digit. It's just how frequent are the numbers? It's like severed of the context of what is in front of the other. The thing I'm looking up says that it has to be the leading digit. Says are you it. looking at the Wikipedia page? Yeah, it says it's about the leading digit. Ah, maybe I was so freaked out by this law because I misunderstood it fundamentally. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe you were looking at a different <laughs> Benford's law. Ah, uh, I'm looking at... Yeah, that must be it. That must totally be it. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for coming. Benford's around. law of controversy. Yeah. Benford's Law of Misunderstanding Laws. Yeah. Benford's Law of Controversy is passion is inversely proportional to the amount of real information available. So you were more excited yeah, about sounds... this because you had less information. And the more information you so get, the less excited you get. So that's another law called Benford's Law? Yeah. Really? Sort of. It's from... It's... It says... It's... Benford's Law of Controversy is an adage from the 1980 novel Timescape. Sure. And it was quoted once in an article in a peer-reviewed science journal. Uh And that has made it a law that someone has put on this Wikipedia page. Uh Anyway, Daniel... I'm glad that of the two laws called Benford's Law one I told to you and then the other one applied to me for having told it to you it's pretty, that's neat it's pretty great isn't it yeah uh, there's this guy called Numberphile who you might want to look at maybe he, he's better at blowing your mind with the Benford's Law he's got a handsome face too alright well maybe I'll check that out in the maybe. meantime 
Daniel, we need to share our numbers with the listeners. Hmm. We can share our opinions and then our numbers. Yeah. Who first? Whose opinion first? Um, I'll go first. Why not? Mine's chocolate milk. At the moment, al- although maybe we should really prolong this moment because according to Benford's law, the listeners are going to be at their most passionate right at this point where the least amount of data is available to them. It's true. They're going <laughs> so to be really passionate about listeners. our milks for some yeah. reason. So, Daniel, my milk is a chocolate milk. And uh, tastes like chocolate milk. And it's pretty good. But it's not the best chocolate milk I've ever drank. One thing that is nice about this milk is looking at the ingredients. The ingredients are organic grade A low-fat milk, organic fair trade unrefined cane sugar, organic fair trade Dutch cocoa, salt, gel and gum, vitamin A palmitate, and vitamin D3. So it is it is pretty organic and yeah simple ingredients list which is nice I appreciate that uh, it doesn't necessarily make it taste amazing but it is good and I would drink it again although now that I've finished it it's a little bit forgettable as well just kind of chocolate milk but that's fine Um, The most notable thing about this milk is the package design, which doesn't feature the ocean of chocolate milk that most chocolate Mm. milks have. Uh, It does have a picture of a boy standing in front of a cow Mm. wearing a shirt that says, I'm your farmer. For, for the benefit of the cow, I presume. There's just like a giant cow and a boy in front of it. And the design is a bit What's of a hodgepodge. What's the name of the milk you're drinking? Organic Valley Chocolate Milk. Organic Valley. And the font they've used is like a Comic Sans, but it's not. It, it's a serif font. So it's, I guess, just comic. I don't know. It's, it's a little bit. It's very... Um, oh... It's like a photo. Yeah, there's a photo of a kid. Like an actual just... It was like a little boy. Photo it was like a five-year-old boy. boy. Yeah, there's just a straight-up photo of a boy. It doesn't look like a fireman to me. He's not wearing a hat. It's just a kid. You'd see him at a playground. Yeah, and then on the back, there's just grass. A photo of grass. Oh, my God. There is some fun facts on the back of this little Tetra Pack. It says, did you know cows spend most of their time lying around 10 to 12 hours each day? Also, yeah. cows move their jaws about 40,000 times a day, chewing 40 times a minute. Oh. And then it says, our cows are social, and so are we. And they've got icons that indicate they are on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. Cool. So, yeah, it's kind of a silly, it's a silly carton, for sure. So yeah. That's the most notable thing about it. Um. So yeah, yeah, it's my, very school projecty. It's like a teacher put this together. Yeah. To make something fun for a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or to look fun like for this, the sake of a parent. This little boy was like, "I want to be on a milk carton," and their parent was like, "Okay," and they made them one. <laughs> They're like, "This is what." 
This is what your milk yeah. carton would look like. Yeah, but it was like, I want to be on a milk carton. Okay, do you want to dress as a farmer? No, let's just look through the photos of you we already have. We'll find a photo of you at a playground or something, or just smiling in a classroom or whatever, and we'll Photoshop that onto a weirdly big rectangular cow Yep. behind you, mm-hmm. which I thought was just like a muddy field with hills. But no, it's the body of a cow no, it's the, with a little head. It's the body of a cow. Yeah, the head goes off to the side a little bit, so it's kind of easier to see in real life when you're holding the three-dimensional thing in your hand. But yeah, sure. certain angles, the, the the head of the cow can kind of disappear. But yeah, so my score is, Daniel, I'm giving it a 65 on the milkiness, a 71 on the tastiness, a 6 creativity, a 56 mm-hmm. on the value, it says decent value, the dollar fifty nine for a solid ish decent chocolate milk. Excuse me. Oop. Oh. A little burp there. Sound like the leg fell off your microphone or something. No, I just burped a little bit. Decent chocolate milk experience. <gasps> the gestalt is the best part of this milk, is easy to drink, no regrets. Um the as I mentioned though, it's a little bit forgettable now that it's gone. So it's a seventy eight gestalt. And the zeitgeist, I didn't feel comfortable savaging this kid too harshly, so he gets a 31. Yeah. Yeah, the teacher who put this together probably did it after hours off the payroll. You can't savage them too much. Yeah. So those are my scores. It's a chocolate... Well, there you go. It's a chocolate milk. It's a chocolate milk. Welcome to the family, this chocolate milk... Mm-hmm. Oh, the robot cat's back. Uh-oh. I haven't seen the robot cat in a while. Well, that's the end of that. All right, I've got a review too. Well, thanks for telling us your review, Brian. You're welcome, Daniel. Anytime. And now that the mm. data is out there, the passion has evaporated. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, listeners have all gone home. According to Benford's passion law. Although I do think finding um, out about your meth your meth drink is going to be much more interesting. Yeah, the meth drink. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the meth drink. Um. Well, Brian, this is not good. This is not good at all. There's a surprise. Uh, this... Might be... Uh, I'll save it to the end. I, I'm going to start with my guess. I guess that there is stevia in this. Oh. has a stevia uh, flavor. Or it has what I think of as a stevia flavor. Um, probably about five years ago here in Australia, there was a glut of uh, drinks which were like zero sugar drinks. And they're like, oh, here's a, you know, here's an orange-flavored one, here's a berry-flavored one. Uh, try you know you come spend four bucks on this weird cordial drink and you're drinking zero sugar and they all had this special taste which drove me up the goddamn wall and I th- that's what I think of as the stevia taste I think it was stevia flavor and it, I'm getting that from this cranked as well so let me just have a put on my little reading glasses and have a look at the fine print here the ingredients <coughs> water protein blend 
which is made of casinate and whey protein, milk solids, uh, cocoa, 1%, fiber from inulin, vitamins and minerals, calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, vitamin C, iron, vitamin E, zinc, vitamin A, iodine, vitamin D3, flavor, guarana extract, gelin gum, sodium phosphate dibasic, cellulose gel, carrageenan, cellulose gum, sucralose, ginseng extract, green tea extract. Contains ingredients derived from milk, green tea, and guarana extract. Contains caffeine. Very interesting. Contains caffeine? Yeah. I guess that's from the guarana extract, right? Yeah. So no no stevia listed, but sucralose and carrageenan are listed, which are sweeteners, aren't they? Is uh, carrageenan a sweetener? I don't know, Daniel. I don't know. I don't know either, Brian. But boy, oh boy, this is not a good thing to drink. I would not buy this. I would not buy this ever again. I would not recommend buying this to anybody at all. What does it taste like, Brian? Well, to begin with, it tastes gritty. <laughs> gritty. Okay, that's a good start. It has a grit to it's a good it. Good start for a liquid. So it's like, I'm thinking, is this milky? And then I'm drinking it. I'm like, well, it's thicker than water. And then I'm realizing it tastes like water that has Dirt like stuff suspended in it, like particles, grit. Um, the flavor is uh, sour. It has a slight sour flavor, like um. Almost bitter. Wait, it's quite bitter. Daniel, is it really chocolate honeycomb? Is that the flavor? Well, yeah. This is the thing. That's what it says it's on it? It's way more... It says choc honeycomb. It's way more honeycomb flavor than it is chocolate. There's almost... I can't really get much chocolate from this. Mostly I get uh, a kind of impersonation of honeycomb flavor. But why is there green tea? I do not know. Brian, I don't know. What a mystery. It's a mystery. This is what people in the gym like when they're supplementing. Maybe they like green tea. I don't know. I've never been in a gym. Maybe do they all drink green tea when they're on their exercise bikes? What if, Lifting weights. I wonder if there's something else that people in the gym actually drink and this just nobody drinks. <laughs> Maybe nobody drinks this cranked. Yeah. So it's quite a weirdly sour taste and the 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 flavor is mostly trying to be honeycomb um but it's really it leaves a very unpleasant aftertaste as well to the point where i had my first sip and then i had my second sip and that was enough for me i haven't had any more that's been enough for me to rate it i am not going to go back for more so here are my numbers the milkiness is 22 it's thicker than water that's milky right the tastiness is 9. It's a bad taste. The creativity is as high as a 50 because it's chocolate honeycomb and they've really gone hard on the honeycomb aspect, which I appreciate. Um, they didn't do anything good with that, but they tried. Uh, the value, so this was, let me look at my, let me look at my thingo, 4 bucks 20. Um, Yikes. So... Even though it could be said that you're getting a lot of stuff in this bottle, like 
as far as individual elements are concerned. Ingredients, you're getting a lot of ingredients in your mouth. You sure are. There's no real reason to want this. So to spend four bucks on something that you don't want, I'm giving it as low as a 21. I feel bad going lower than that because it is a lot of ingredients. I think you'll agree. Yeah. Hang on, Daniel. They must have had a lot of machines work together to put that many ingredients in this. Run me back through your scores. Yes, Brian. Um, 22 milkinesses. Oh. Nine tastinesses. Oh. F- uh, 50 values. No, 50 creativities. Sorry. Okay. 21 values. All right. Now we're up to Gestalt. Um... So the tastiness, the the flavor is quite sour, like I said. And then, so drinking it, you're left with such an echo of the sour flavor and it gets worse and worse as an aftertaste. The gestalt is lower than the tastiness. It's a six. I've, I've like, yeah, the lid is on the bottle. But I think, like, naturally my reflexes put the lid back on the bottle without me having to think about it. Uh, and this is just going to go in the bin. The Zeitgeist. Uh, this doesn't have the ocean on it. Um, it does have some brown splashes around the cap, as if it's been dunked in chocolate, and it's like just the just the head has been stuck in, and then it has like splashes of chocolate coming down from where the cap is. Just the tip. And like the cap. Just the. Let's not be vulgar, Brian. I'm not talking about no. <laughs> the uh, yeah, so there's like chocolate dribble coming from around the tip. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But the rest of the uh, the bottle has this kind of like carbon fiber texture, like that you would see in um sports cars. I don't know. Or yeah, performance or like, yeah, rowing like, shells. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like a like an Olympic jersey with a little bit of texture to it to make you think it's high tech. This is high tech fabric. This plastic is is textured to look like high tech fabric. And then there's a million different fonts and colors going on: white, gray, yellow, red, pink. Um, several different fonts. It's a jumble. It's a jumble. There's a very vague uh, honeycomb hexagon theme but there's just too many fonts there's probably like 10 fonts on this bottle the zeitgeist is uh as low as 27 they tried hard but it's a mess it's a mess it's a mess and now brian i think this is my least favorite milk ever i mean there was the racist milk Daniel, but to be fair I, to this I drunk milk, that one. it's not milk. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah, I didn't really... I was waiting for more. You're right. Thinking back to when I was reading the ingredients, I didn't quite put my finger on the feeling that I was feeling, but I was waiting for milk to be listed, and it wasn't, was it? <laughs> there was milk solids, but that was it. But there was... Yeah, there was water, and then protein blend was the second highest yeah. ingredient. And then milk solids, and then cocoa at 1%. Milk solids, yeah. Yeah, this is probably my least favourite flavour, at least. 
Um, it's probably not as reprehensible as the racist milk, but it's uh, it's it's less pleasant to drink. So I would be happy if this wound up at the bottom of my list of milks. Well, uh, it's time for us to find out, listeners. It's the milk of the day segment. Milk of the I forgot Milk to write down your the day. I forgot to write down your drinkability score. Your gestalt score. Six. Six? The gestalt, yeah. Well, I think it's obvious which milk is gonna be milk of the day today, Daniel. Isn't it? Sure. It is. It's the chocolate one. It's the extremely average organic valley chocolate milk with a score of three hundred seven. 307. What's my total? I'm curious. Your total, Daniel, is 135. Which I think makes it the official worst milk of the pod. (laughs) Yeah! Yes! Results! (laughs) Great! Yeah. So my chocolate milk scored around a similar score to the Grumpy Farmer chocolate. And the brown chalk sure. chill. Yeah, it's chalk milk. I think is fair. And yeah, the other chocolate milks. I've had some good chocolate milks, but yeah. The, the I think in my life, I've fallen and gotten dirt in my mouth, which was more pleasant than this drink. Nice. That. That does sound pleasant, Daniel. And your drink sounds terrible. It's terrible. Oh, well, good. I'm glad it's the worst one. It deserves to be the worst one. It's, I was. Um, it's the worst milk so of all knows, time, Daniel. Officially. It's the worst cranked premium protein shake is the worst milk of all time. Or at least the worst thing assessed on a milk scale. Um, just to just for, so everybody knows, I was ready to like this. I was ready for this to be totally fine. But it's not. It's really bad. I wasn't... I don't hate this. I didn't hate this product starting. I hated it after I tasted it. I promise. See, I bet... Yeah. It's one of those things where you have to be, like, really deep into protein shakes and shit like that so that Mm. when you drink this, you're not comparing it against, like, real foods. Yeah. Yeah. But even saying that, I bet that this chalk honeycomb is, like, it can't be the best thing in the cranked range. Because this flavor is, it's, like, bitter. Yeah. It's not, they could, they could do, they, it could, it's so easy to do better than this. That they must, there must be a cranked vanilla which everybody goes for. And this cranked chalk honeycomb is just there to make it look like they're still a company who's trying things. Daniel, does yours say max on it? get some diversity. Is yours cranked max. or cranked max? Cranked. It's just cranked. There's no cranked max. Ah, uh, you should try the cranked max chalk honeycomb. Oh, so it's it's spelled C R A N K T. Yeah, I and think the cranked max is just a larger angle. bottle. Hmm. Well, I don't know if I'd like that because <laughs> if there was a, this is another of those bottles which would make an excellent sex toy. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it now. 
Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that wouldn't that sit right? The cranked max one would definitely not. But yeah, this one, it's got a nice shape. Mm, it does. It does have a nice shape. I'll give it that. There's a banana flavor, Daniel. You should try that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should actually. It wouldn't be good because it's this, but banana. But I bet, I bet the banana one would be better than this. It looks like they used to have a bottle design that had like gears on the top, and then there was an ocean of liquid at the bottom. <laughs> I guess that's where the cranked, yeah, cranked gears. That makes sense. Yeah. I'll look out for the banana one. Yeah, keep an eye out. Now that you know that you like this brand. It's well now that I know it's the worst thing in the world. It it's like now I have to pay attention to it. It's Daniel, like special. Yes. Oh, this is just a beer. What is this? What's what? I don't know. A beer, I think. Yamo. I'm now on. I'm not looking at Instagram posts that are hashtag chalk honeycomb now. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, the the cranked max looks uncomfortable. Yeah, physically to put inside yourself. Physically uncomfortable. Exactly. Um well that's great, Daniel. It's always nice when we can have a worst milk ever, you know? <laughs> it doesn't come along. I'm glad. It doesn't What was the previous? What did we The previous what did worst we cut was off the, the bottom. was the Yoohoo. Nice. Which yeah, I bet that YooHoo wasn't actively sour in your mouth. The YooHoo wasn't even that bad. <laughs> Scored a forty-two on the tastiness and a forty-four gestalt. Yeah, it just wasn't really milk and wasn't really good. Mm. Well, I'm glad we can get a real no, like is, barrel scraper. Yeah, this one is to actively just sit bad. Right. Right at the bottom. Yeah, because you this one this one came under YooHoo by fifty points. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't even. It's not even close. No. Yeah. Good. I'm happy. All right. Should I put this what's one the, in the, the honeycomb segment, or the chocolate category, Daniel? Definitely honeycomb. Right. There's almost no chocolate flavor. Well, that will plummet the honeycomb average score down <laughs> way, way down. I think if this is if this is affecting the average score of milk, then it's already unfair. So do whatever it needs to to honeycomb. It doesn't matter at this point. Now our top three our top three flavor categories are mint, coffee, and chocolate. That's that's about well. We need to get more bananas, don't we? Then or so the company starts to need to start making more banana stuff. I I do think banana it's interesting that there, yummy. there aren't really fruit flavored milks that are super good. It's kind of weird. Mm. Feels like a fruit fruity Wait, milk sh- should be the best. Shouldn't the top flavored shouldn't our best milks be the fermented ones? I I feel like they've been explosions. Yogurt is number 4. Mmm. And is Yakult a yogurt? Uh, I, yeah, we put Yakult in the yogurt category. What's weighing yogurt down? Why isn't yogurt... Calpis water. Higher up. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Me. Yeah, without the Calpis water, it would be, uh... 
It'd be up there. Yeah. We could recategorize oh, well. the Kalpis oh. water. No, let's let's let the science be the science. Oh, I did hear that the um I did hear the intro to that um two in the think tank podcast where they talked about people uh making making tributes of their music and and why no one's done it. And I did think back to our conversation on this podcast about um uh making a supercut of their music, their intro songs. Uh, listeners Brian sent me a message which I um uh, very on brand didn't respond to, but I'm responding to it now in person. Weeks later. At the perfect time <laughs> while we're trying to wrap up an episode. <laughs> well, there needs to be something here, doesn't there? You can't just end it now. Well, I just thought the one where it, I, there's the one where Andy is going like intro music, intro music, right? Um, yeah. That would be the perfect start to that super cut. And so I think now, yeah, totally. now's the time. I think we have to start. We have to do it. Mm, certainly I'd like to do it. But now is not the time because there's no time. Right? Right. I don't have time. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. Yeah, do all 250 episodes this weekend. Don't forget, there's the outro music that they do too. Oh no! So, what was your favourite sketch from last from last week's episode of Two in the Think Tank? <laughs> let's hang on. Let's have a look over them. Maybe we can do a quick little review. Daniel, I'm going to move us out now. No, 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 no! Don't do it. Hang on. I'm getting it up right now. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Moo -moo, Conceptual inverter. Who's your protozoan? Gaia versus Gaia. That was not even. <laughs>